the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, sitting on the porch here at Milberger's at 1604 and Bulverde Road. And we uh, would encourage you to come on by and visit with us in person, or you can call us at 210 308 8867. That's 210-308-8867. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a beautiful day here at Millburgers. <laughs> well, a cloud I, in the sky. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, it is pretty. It's uh, And in the sun, it's uh, nice warm. and warm. Yeah, it's nice and warm. But in the uh, shade, we've got a coat on. Yeah. But we'll be okay. If, yeah. we, if we get bad, we'll take care of ourselves. And, but. Calvin didn't bring his coat yesterday, but he brought it today. Oh, yeah. He didn't probably need it yesterday, did you? No. Uh, yeah. I Not bad. I, uh, early in the show, it wouldn't hurt if I had Oh, okay. Don't be taking those gloves out. Just no, it makes, I brought my gloves makes us too cold when you take those gloves out. <laughs> but we had, a, understand, a great turnout. Um, oh, at, my Lord. At the, uh, I couldn't believe it. You were there? Yeah. Well, I saw them. I mean, I don't know the, the numbers. The parking was. Yeah. It was. Uh, That's the first most par- most uh, crowded parking I've seen. What did he yeah. say? One hundred and seventy-five. Well, it depends on who you ask. Oh. Charles said one hundred and fifty. Okay. And, uh, and then, of course, the numbers went up. Yeah. And uh, David, being educated as an extension <laughs> uh, staff person, oh. we had to, we always had a tendency by the five hundred people. <laughs> went up in 10% bunches, you know. <laughs> you know, they have a... Yeah, ex- but see, he doesn't get to count those unless he took their names. Really? That's right. Well, I'm sure. Oh. Nowadays, you got to have names and address. Surely he took the names. No, he had, I he bet had he some, didn't. He had some master, he had some, uh, master gardener helpers there. Oh, did he? Yeah. So okay. Shirley was there, and she was supposed to take those names? Shirley. Shirley, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah Shirley they took yeah. the names. Well, okay. It takes me a little while to, <laughs> it's okay. to figure out your humor. Right? It was a bad joke. Well, it's good to be You've back. You've been gone for a day. I know, for a whole day. Thanks to Baron Wiley for coming in, and I understand doing a great job yesterday. He did pretty good. Yeah, you know. They're okay. And he and his, he, he was on. Um, yeah, he was with Sonny this morning. Uh, with Sonny, the Sonny Melinda's the show that, oh, the opening show for the Garden Show. Yeah, it's a. Uh, well, no, actually, I mean it's the it's the opening show for eleven, and then we have right. River City Sean Azaro, right, River City Community right. Church. But yeah, but uh, he was on with Shan. Yeah, he did. His wife. Yeah. So what did son? So what did they talk about? 
They just talked about a wide variety of things. They talked about uh, Any Woman Can, which is the uh, the nonprofit ministry that Shan runs as the executive director. They talked about how they met. Baron did some impressions. And they had they, they did a little magic. A, he did some ventriloquism. What's that? They're having a fundraiser. Yeah. Uh, February 15th? Do you remember mm-hmm. the date? Okay. Yeah, day after Valentine's. For more information, you can go to uh, Any Woman Can. Or uh, Sunny Radio. Yeah. There you go. Very, wow, you really were listening. I was listening. Very good, man. Yeah, when you're at Jerry's age, they kind of kind of comes and goes. You know? So we're in a good spot? <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, it really sunk in. Well, cool. Well, I understand we got a lot of uh, interaction yesterday. Do you remember why people were calling? No. I didn't think so. Yeah, there it goes. I saw yeah, it leave. I knew that. that I sure. They I, did call. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. Called, called about a lot of it was about the uh, plants starting to show buds and the, the freeze damage and yeah. pruning and how, how low should we cut. And uh, then there was a lot of uh, plant selection calls, too, which is... I guess it, I guess it uh, was uh, people are starting to think in terms of uh, planting in well, the spring. Yeah, and yesterday was such a almost spring-like day that yeah, oh, I can yeah, imagine. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, so, what are you starting to have bud? Well, if you've got uh, citrus that was defoliated, <laughs> uh, then you uh, like my limes and lemons yeah, are starting to. And I, I, I had a couple uh, satsumas that defoliated. They're all coming back. They didn't have, they didn't show any stem damage, but uh, uh, the limes, lime showed some stem damage. And low chill peaches. Yeah, that's yeah. We had a, a question like that. I went and checked mine. The buds are swell, swelled, but they're not okay. Uh, not open. Not close like his. Yeah. Um, our well, he lived south. He lived southeast. Yeah. The Florida King, Pandera. You know, he was describing the the blooms, uh, you know, that the, the really full bloom, and and we aren't anywhere close to that st- stage. Oh, really? Well, I better not say that because they're deceptive. <laughs> you know, if you got if the buds are all full, especially that Florida King, it can as soon as it hits that point of enough chill, it uh, will take advantage of it. But uh, yeah, that was kind of an interesting. Interesting discussion on. We talked a lot about uh, fruit trees and selection. Right. Because we've got such a wide variety of fruit trees in in the back. The um, more coming. Blueberries, even, we had to talk about what, uh, you know, sphagnum peat moss versus uh, pine. Pine. Needle or. Pine. pine. No, pine. With some remnant, uh, yeah, some bark, pine bark, uh, shredded pine yeah. bark. When you do the, when you cut up or shred the bark or cut the stems, you get the remnants, little right. pieces of pine. Can't remember what he called them, fines. Yeah, right. Pine fine. We were kind of, we were trying to figure that out. You know, <laughs> did we? Is there some pine forest here that we didn't know about it? But yeah, he, he come to find out he was reading a. Uh, Publication or something. Uh, no, Texas Garden. Yeah. He's reading it in the Texas Gardener magazine, written by somebody that probably lives in East Texas. Yeah, Lufkin or Nacogdoches. That, that has a, the availability of uh, pine products. So that was interesting because that uh, allowed us to 
talk about the uh, blueberries in containers here in our uh, growing them here in our alkaline soil and it works pretty well they're attractive plants they produce uh, I always the I'm sure the birds very really appreciate it because <laughs> they, they do like the blue the blueberries I mean it's that that's one of those things that you uh, really have to cover if you're gonna save any of the crop and we've got uh, we've got our listing of the new uh, uh, fruit variety. yeah I think and we'll uh, look at blueberries. Up, oh, Trace is coming up, so I'll have to ask him. I think, though, that... I don't want him near me. Oh, oh, dear. And we've got four he looks four, a, four varieties of blueberries to pick from. He looks a little better. <laughs> sure. he, he hasn't coughed all the way up here. That's yeah. Good. He's got kind of a grumpy look on his and face. And he was crying yesterday. Oh. When he coughed, he cried. Oh, he's coughing that much? He looked better today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look good, but you look better today. You'll just take that. You scared me. You son. scared me yesterday, son. Uh, I can talk today, so that's always <laughs> oh, an improvement. Hey, so they were talking a little bit about the fruit trees, and I, uh, where are we? I'm, I'm pretty sure by we, most of them are in. Uh, the bulk of them are in. Okay, yes. good. I think we still have some avocados out and some citrus trees out, but uh, the bulk of the normal fruit trees are in stock. Good deal. Well, what's going on, Trace? Have you recovered from yesterday and all the people that were here? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> At, uh, I, I didn't even. I was speechless how many people yeah. showed up for uh, for David's seminar. I, cu- I couldn't believe that they just showed up to listen to David. Yeah. And then I found out it was on TV or something. Yeah, and and they just kept coming <laughs> and coming and coming. They were double parked or triple yeah. parked in the back. The front was uh, absolutely full. Well, and it shows you that, you know, Millburger says good seminars with David yeah. and other people. And, you and a lot of people, uh, some people, uh, what did that lady say? She drove from Bastrop? Or San Marcos. San Marcos. Yeah. Huh. And said she'd be back. Good. That's best kind. Yeah. So uh, you can go to MillburgerNursery.com to find out when the next event is coming up. MillburgerNursery.com. The blood drive is on its way. That's February 26th. I'm sorry, January 26th uh, here at the nursery from 10 to 1, I think 10 to 1 or 10 to 1.30. Uh, but, yeah, and so uh, because uh, Calvin was mentioning it last week, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has put out the call saying that blood is in short supply. It's needed right now. Millburgers is uh, doubling the incentive and offering a $20 gift certificate. Uh, to anybody that goes through the process and tries to give blood. And then, of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice gifts for you, too. So uh, go to com to learn more about that. I mentioned yesterday in your absence that you said blood was in short supply. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> and, uh, Ooh, and there's another tree coming in. And there was uh, actually. We had, we had to print more 20% off coupons because uh, we'd gone good. through so many. There was actually an article describing that this was a bona fide shortage of blood at this point. Oh, is that right? They're kind of analyzing the because of where the holidays fell yep. and the weather involved, and and that's why it, it caught up with them. But uh, it's a complex business. You, uh, If you have a neighbor, neighborhood, like when somebody gets injured in your neighborhood, 
and they're starting to mobilize and they need blood, it's so much easier if you you all have been registered and they, you know, somebody calls or and says, hey, we're in an emergency yeah. situation. Can you just get over here and do the blood? So it's so it's an immediate thing, but it's also a long term thing and uh, it's beneficial uh, for you and your family. Uh, not 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 only with other other folks that are going to use the blood that's needed too. Um, and the need we, never goes away. But uh, around holidays, um, oh summer vacations, things like that, people, well-meaning people, just prioritize different things, and then they uh, they just forget about it, and which is understandable. But it's like okay, so now we're telling you. Uh, there's uh, been consequences of that, and so we need you to come on out on the 26th and donate blood. And you can uh, make an appointment by going to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and uh, saying, okay, I can be there at, you know, 11 o'clock. So uh, they'll make an appointment with you, and you'll get seen. Milton just loves to come Watson in there when there's that line. And they say, oh, yes, Milton, your appointment. You come on up yes. the head of the line. <laughs> yeah. and I just look down my nose at the people that are waiting. I tried to tell you. No, it's not true. Hey, um, so we were talking about the Christmas tree that came in. This is the last day. Technically. Technically the last day. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to, I'll let you. I'm going to throw it to you. You can explain all that. Well, we'll keep taking them for a few more days. Oh, good. So okay. We'll still keep handing out the 20% off coupon for a few more days as well. So if you bring your Christmas tree in, that, that fresh cut tree that you got from Millburgers or even someplace else, to Millburgers, they'll give you a 20% off coupon to be used now through February 28th on your next purchase. Tell us about the, the material though, that you chopped it up. Are they are you distributing that somehow? Or They bring a, a big 18-wheeler grinder thing in. It's, it's a fabulous process. And it's not just for the Christmas trees because we recycle all the brush and everything that from job sites. Uh, we get it all ground up, and a lot of it ends up back on, like, our bald and burlap trees. Uh-huh. Um, so it gets used again. Okay. So, that's yeah, that's one of the best recycling efforts around. Uh, but So you, they don't, you don't, re, the people that bring in their trees, they get their 20% discount, but they don't necessarily get a little bucket of the material. Most people would be shocked how little mulch there is from one tree when it's ground up. <laughs> I'm I'm shocked at how good the trees look. Uh, some of them, yeah, look, look as good here. now as they did when they when they Jerry, left. Jerry was trying to figure out how we could extend the holiday so that the trees could get used up yeah. a little bit more. Oh, right? very smart. You're, well, I mean, they're looking good. So, is he wanting to make it to Valentine's Day? Yeah, I think we're going to have the uh, this the is tree hugger. This will be your MLK tree, and then maybe even your uh, your President's Day tree. There you go, where you can hang little ornaments of, uh, of the presidents on. As there. long as he doesn't try to get to Easter, I guess we're good. No, I think Easter's pushing it, but I don't know. Well, look at the tree on top of that car. Oh, it's there. pretty. Yeah, looks. Oh, there it looks it is. good. Yeah, yep. All right. Talk, All right. About, talk, about, yes. talk about this plant. Well, I, don't know, I don't know a whole lot about it, so uh, <laughs> I was going to let, let Jerry or one of you all talk about it. But when they came in, I was uh, flabbergasted. Were you? That's a good how, word, how, right? How nice they look. How nice they look. This is a, a goji berry. Yeah. This plant of the weekend. Weekend, 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 weekend. Some, they, some, came, they came in loaded with fruit. And some of the staff know, knows all about it because 
as it was sitting here, some came in and they grabbed a little bite of the yeah well, between between the employees and the chickens. Uh, there's not as many fruit on them as there were when they got here. Yeah, but they they are quite tasty. I have to admit that some of the radio crew also tasted. Did y'all taste it? Yeah, yeah we did. Right. Yeah, they're pretty they're, they're pretty distinctive. So we got, I have my ride up. You do. All right. Well, we we got about twenty of them in, and um, again, a lot of fruit on them. It, it looks like a, a bit like a weeping uh, yopan. Mm-hmm. Sort of, uh, but it's up on a stick. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's more of a rambler, like a blackberry or something like uh-huh. that would be. But uh, I, I think it'd be in the right setting too. What did we we describe? Or you you were talking about it around the patio or something. Yeah, I think it'd be a good yeah. patio plant. Yeah, especially if you tie it up like that. So how many do we have? Uh, approximately twenty. Approximately twenty. And how much are they? Uh, hold on. He's looking right now. Something ninety nine. Tw- always ninety. <laughs> you can answer that always. Uh, Twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. That's a three gallon. Are container. we going to mention the yep. name ever here? Oh, yeah, we did. We already did. Did we? Yeah. Goji berries. Goji, Goji berries. berries. Yeah. Goji bear. Because that well, the the the, the also one of the known emphasis. as wolf berry. Wolf berry. Yeah. Now that go that goji berry, you see that in the health foods. Right. All right. The time, yeah. Ah, Supposed yeah. to have a lot of antioxidants. Antioxidant packed superfood. I mean, in fact, uh, Trace was practically down on his. On the floor yesterday was sick, and he came by and ate a couple of goji berries. Today, look and at look him. at him today. I can talk today. Well, healthy and he ran a marathon this morning. <laughs> it was amazing. Yes, the goji berry is the most nutritionally dense fruit on earth. On wow. earth, y'all. No, it Are contains you... the highest concentration of protein of any fruit. Huh. And our source for this, Jerry, you? I, I don't know. <laughs> this fruit is in the tomato family. Really? And helps boost your immune system. That's what happened to Trace. It, it has, has an appealing, spicy, nutty flavor and is bright red-orange when ripe. And that, that, those, those are ripe. Yeah. I wonder about you know, people that have them out there. Uh, how long do the birds let them stay? Well, uh, as I said, the chickens found them pretty quick. Did, Did they? they? <laughs> you, the chickens here? Today? Yes. Yeah. That one chicken that ran a marathon this morning, that was amazing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but how, I mean, so they got real intense in the feeding? Like, oh, they, it was like a, a <laughs> gackle of geese friendly, or huh? sharks, yeah. Huh. Harvest summer through fall. Uh, sh- shrubby plant, 8 to 12 feet. Are pruned to desired manageable size. Hardy to sub zero. So we don't ever have to worry about it for reason. And very drought tolerant once established. Requires neutral to slightly alkaline soil. That's good. Yeah. Well adapted to container growing, self pollinating, zones four through eleven. Now, four is way up there north. Let's <laughs> uh, see, Tennessee is is eight, or no, seven, so and is six. It, is it Des Moines? Or? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. way north, four. Yeah. But anyway, uh, 
So here's it's a scoop. pretty. It's pretty plant. Yeah. It, the, 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 the most plants that you have have fruit on them. Trace. What? what? I said the most plants that you have have fruit on them. They have some fruit still on them, not as many <laughs> as it was when the chickens. Yeah, saw for them. the chickens. Chickens yeah. and the they have fruit, yeah. but the, the one up here that's that's going to be famous. That one's probably yeah. got two hundred fruit on it. Oh, yeah, easily. If you're not familiar with it, go online and check it out, and you'll get lots of good information. Uh, If you want one but can't come by today, call Millburger so we don't run out at 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and tell them to put one aside for you, that you want the goji berries. That's easy to remember. And we'd (laughs) like to hear from people that's ever grown one. Yeah, so call us if you've grown one at 210-308. 8867. Hey, we got Kate on the line. He's calling from Georgetown, Texas. All right. Hi, Kate. What's going on? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? It, it, oh, I'm doing fine. How, is Dr. Finch there? I need to pick his brain. All oh, right. Don't pick too much. Yeah, yeah. he's got, got much left there. Be careful. Oh, well, but sweet peas, <laughs> I, I, I talked to you about a month ago, and I planted them, and, and they're about five inch, oh, four to five inches high. Can I transplant them now? To, I yeah, you can. Pond? I just trans I just transplanted some from the greenhouse out into the uh, the garden, but then I had uh, a lot of those naturalized from last year. The reseeded and are coming up too. So yeah, go ahead oh. and yeah, go ahead and transplant those because uh, they're look the English peas and the sweet peas are kind of looks like they've. Uh, Reach the point where they've got a adequate root system. They're, the the foliage is getting bigger, and uh, and some of them, the uh, especially the English peas, have started to bloom. So, well, see, these are sweet peas, Doctor Fan. Sweet yeah, peas. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm got. I maybe I shouldn't mix them, but I've got I've got both of them in my garden, so I oh, I kind of okay. treat them the same. Yeah, sweet peas. Go ahead and well, uh, transplant them. Well, how many can I have in a pot? It's about eighteen inches uh, wide. In a pot? Yeah, so in a container. Okay. Container. Yeah. What do you are you going to put up up against a tomato cage or what kind of trellis? Well, I'm going to make it like a wigwam in there with a, a fishing pole. Okay. You know. That'll okay. Work. You know, you don't. You you probably don't need more than one. The one will fill it up. Really? Uh, you, oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, they'll, 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 yeah, they'll take over. They'll cover everything. Um, now you, you, you know, you can put more. One of the advantages of putting more is you can have three. Di- you know, if you do three different plants, you could have three different colors. Yeah. That, that that's that looks real nice. And they'll they'll put up with each other too. They'll, but they'll it'll be really thick. But uh, one would one plant would do a good job filling up that. Pyramid on an 18-inch container. Okay. How, what, how, what about the freezing temperatures? Well, they're well, we we talk about them being they don't like it too cold and they don't like it too hot. If uh, if it's going to be uh, under you know, 28 degrees for very long, then I just cover them. They're not they're okay. not as sensitive as citrus or anything, but. Uh, but that that twenty twenty eight is a conservative way to cover them. 
Well, if I want to put a few a few more in the in the pot, you said one is enough, but I'm going to put few more. How far apart? Say four <laughs> or five inches. Oh yes, yeah. You can you can uh, just split the space up between them. And one thing too, you don't have to have them all in a line. You know, they can uh, they'll find that. Well, you're you got a pyramid trellis anyway. Yeah, yeah. Even when you have a trellis that's a ways away from the container. They'll find it and grow up. And it's funny, too, once they get they get a start grasping the, the trellis, they seem to grow much faster. Right. What, what about fertilizing water in Dr. Finch? Well, they they uh, benefit by... Uh, you you got to keep them uh, pretty well watered. You don't want them drying out. And the, uh, uh-huh. th- that's, that way you can fertilize, too, if you use a soluble fertilizer. To, uh-huh. to, you know, just have a pail of it mixed, and uh, I don't. Um, it would not wouldn't hurt if uh, every week to to do it, but I, I generally would do fertilize it with a soluble fertilizer uh, once a month, or every okay. three weeks. Well, can you give Doctor Parsons a, a, a message for, for me? Tell sure. Him I, I heard I heard him on the radio during during the holidays uh, advertising. Uh, uh, hams, uh, but I didn't get to get one. Oh no! Oh, why did maybe why didn't year. you get one? Did well, they have them all? Well, I don't know what happened. Uh, I got the get got the wrong number up in Tennessee. Oh, oh. Well, maybe next so, year. Yeah, next year we'll try again. Then, well, thank you, Doctor. Right. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good luck. We're going to take a break. Alan, you hang on the line. You're up right after this. Uh, The phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bullfordy Road. First off, thanks to everybody that came out and enjoyed David Rodriguez's seminar on growing your own fruit trees. If you weren't able to make it, it's just one of the ways that Millburgers helps gardeners have a great gardening experience. And you can learn more about all the events that are coming up by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. There you'll learn about the blood drive that's coming up on Saturday, January 26th from 10 to 1.30. Blood is in real short supply now because of the holidays. So the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and Millburgers have teamed up for this great event that's happening on January 26th, again, from 10 to 1.30. Millburgers will give you a $20 gift certificate, doubling their incentive gift for those willing to donate blood. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, of course, has nice gifts for you, too, for donating blood. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. You'll find all the information plus what's on sale when you go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, 
you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Mike Gallagher, you may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it, or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat. Do business with a like-minded company. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Here's Dixie Bishop. Thanks, Mike. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we respond to your emergency stat. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons sitting on the porch on a beautiful day here at Millburgers, and we're about to talk to Alan, who's called us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Alan, thanks for waiting. How can we help you today? Oh, yeah, hi. I, I was wondering if uh, either of you might know, uh, I picked some seeds from a deciduous yopon, you know, the red berries, and... Uh, I was going to try to propagate and make some new plants. And uh, I looked in the book by Gerald Noakes on growing uh, native plants, but she only talks about uh, cuttings. But do you think I can plant these seeds, or do you know anything about that? Uh, I think they have a, uh, first of all, first of all, you you got you're talking about uh, deciduous holly, the one with the possum hall, pr- possum hall, yeah, possum hall. Uh, you got the berries off of a female plant, so if if you were to get them to germinate, uh, theoretically you should have half male and half female. They're not gonna all come back female. Okay, well, that's fine. Uh, and I have heard, uh, I've, I've played around with uh, Deciduous Holly uh, there for a while, and uh, I've heard that they've got a, a, a seed dormancy that makes them kind of hard to germinate. Oh, if, uh-huh. uh If you were going to try it, go ahead and uh, extract the seed and... Uh, now, let's see, now is uh, January. Uh, put, them in, put them in a uh, 
in a jar in a jar with some uh, moist, not wet, sphagnum peat moss in there. Okay. And put them in the refrigerator until uh, until March or so. Really? Okay. And then then take them out and plant them like you would a regular seed. Okay, that, great. That, that, that's just off the cuff because I I understand they have a double dormancy. So okay. Uh, so put them in a. I, I would say grow them in a container. Uh, and put a put quite a few seed in a container, right? Of uh, potting mix, and uh, uh-huh. put them with your flower pots. In other words, let them get watered every time you water your flowers, and just right. leave them leave them there for. Like I say, they may not come up this year because of that double dormancy, but they may mm-hmm. come up next year. Okay. And the but like I say, I don't I don't know which comes up better, the male or the female seed. Right. So uh, uh, and what I'm saying is that you you collected seed off of a female, so uh, yeah. you may get a lot of male seedlings too, which will never have berries, and which will right. not be not be known for uh, four or five years. <laughs> Okay. So the best the best best way to do it. Uh, interesting that you bring that up. I was just getting ready to talk about it uh, because uh, uh, Neil Sperry had a, a nice write up on uh, possum haw hollies or or, or, or uh, deciduous hollies in his uh, in this week's newsletter, and uh, he said. Uh, they're winter hardy throughout Texas, grow to 12 to 14 feet tall, and 8 to 10 feet wide. Now, he, he recommends the one I would go ask Trace a while ago, and he walked off before I could ask him. Uh, if the, the seemed like the best one on the market right now is one called Warren's Red. And, oh, uh, I didn't know they had varieties on those. Yeah, they do. Um, and uh, uh, only female plants produce berries, so either buy one with fruit or buy the name cultivar Warren's Red. Okay. Uh, Sun to part sun, best fruit production comes in sun, adapted to a wide range of soils, no special preparation required, and no particular insect or disease damage. Where where did where did where did was this tree growing that you collected berries from? Uh, it's out east, like Lagrange area. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a lot of them there. I was just thinking that I've never uh, as many as are growing in landscapes in the San Antonio area. I don't know that I've ever seen a seedling come up from near the plant. They must. Well, they must because, you know, in the hill country, going up toward Fredericksburg through uh, Sisterdale and in that area, they're all on the fence line. Yeah, well, and if you go the east where we're talking about, 
two there all along the fence line, so they got to be. They got to be German, up, but uh, maybe right, after right. they maybe they have to go through a bird. Or something. Could be. Well, it sure definitely seems like the birds are spreading them around, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. yeah, for sure the birds. Birds like them a lot. <laughs> but I don't know how old those seedlings are or anything like that. Well, good luck and keep us informed if you. Yeah. What happens? Okay, all right. Yeah, I've called a number of times before. I I used to drive a truck all to, all around to different states. You might remember I called oh. from Wisconsin one time. Oh, yeah, my I sure do. <laughs> but uh, I don't like the snow and ice up there driving an 18-wheeler, so I'm just sitting in South Texas now. But So I'm collecting seeds and stuff. So, okay, okay thank good. You. Yeah. Well, you have a lot of fun with that. Okay, thank you much. All right, call Talk us again when you go back on the road. All right, okay. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. I was wondering what would happen to him. <laughs> hey, uh, let me tell you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Right here in San Antonio, Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control can help you. Uh, if you have got any problems with uh, uh, pests in your house, that ranges from small as fleas to as big as mice or rats. Uh, Spider-Man Pest Control can help you get rid of them. And, uh, and and this is what they do, and they've been doing it since 1976, and they make a lot of customers very happy. And I've, I kind of joke and say this is the last pest control company you'll ever call. Uh, but for a lot of folks, it is. They they love Spider-Man. They love the fact that what he does is he'll, he'll come eyeball the situation and not only tell you kind of how to get rid of them right this second, but how to keep them gone uh, as best you can and help you with that as, as well. So he's uh, kind of solving the immediate problem and looking toward the future, too. Uh, give Spider-Man a pest control a call, and you'll be happy you did. You'll find him on the web at GhostSpiderManPest.com, GhostSpiderManPest.com, and you'll find him uh, on his phone number is 210-656-3721. So if it's bugging you, give him a call, 210-656-3721. I was going to ask you, Calvin, you mentioned things that were in bloom. Um, is your Belinda's dream blooming or budding? Um, I've got the little I've got, let's buds see. on it. I've got, uh, what, what is the uh, landscape rolls that everybody uses now? That Knockout? Knockout. I they're got, blooming. I've got some blooms on They're knockout. pretty blooms. Yeah. They're, they're looking really pretty. Yeah. And i got a few uh, blooms, but they're, they're, they haven't fully developed. But I think that is probably a Belinda's dream. That, but so, the foliage is the foliage is putting a, yeah putting in a, on lots of red new foliage. If I had thrip issues the last time these bloomed, and I didn't spray then, is now the time to spray, or is it too late? Because they've got the buds; they haven't opened yet. You've had thrip. and they've got leaves too. Yeah. I don't know. I think they you could use a dormant oil, but if you got leaves and buds, I don't think so. I don't. I don't ever s- spray. I guess I. I guess I probably have thrips from time to time. Oh, Belinda's dream. You don't spray? Oh wow. No, ours got beat up. They they looked they kind of opened up and they looked pretty and then they opened they opened up more and they were just brown and yeah. So uh, okay. Now, was that during rain or? No, but it was during the spring, so it could have, or spring and summer. Belinda Dream has a 
the old-fashioned part of it. Uh, what is that term? Where, where they mount, they stick to the pedals stick together. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Uh, in high, high high humidity weather. But I'd just take a chance on it and see if you okay. have them again this year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you. spray if we do? Mm-hmm. Just spray with acephate, too, if you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I have some stuff that we, we bought. I just didn't use it. I bought well, it here probably, at Burgers and Probably acephate. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Probably acephate. Probably so. All righty. What did they, did they, is there a spinner set? Oh, that would have been good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. that uh, piece works for thrips, too. Okay. Hey, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. The plant of the week is the goji berry. So we're looking for folks who have experience with the goji berry. Call us at 210-308-8867. Uh, what you got over there? Well, we've got, uh, we're just going through. First of all, we read uh, Calvin's article. Is that, you think that berry is, uh, is, is uh, deciduous holly. I looked at it as a, it's a big berry. Yeah. And sparse. And it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't it look do, like. Uh, it doesn't have thorns like pyrocatha. No, yeah. I think it probably would be. Yeah. It might be. It's close up and, and yeah. And there's no, there are no leaves anywhere, so. Yeah. And, uh. It, uh, well, generally you wouldn't have the wrens. Yeah, you could have you could have them feeding on some of the berries, but oh yeah, mostly they're either insect eaters. Are they? Yeah. Well, the, the suet. That's why. Yeah, the photo of them. That power, that pyrocatha that I always talk about. I told my uh, uh, I told Fair Oaks and Fair Oaks. It's about to break the tree down with so many red berries. I noticed that the and they hadn't thinned. Nobody, nothing has thinned. Nothing has gone into because I because the uh, mockingbirds have started feeding on them in my in my yard. Uh, but uh, these are so thick in the top of a of a tree, and uh, it's 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 going to take a a bunch uh, of them to thin that fruit. Yeah, or just. You know, of course, the, the, the major thinning for us is when the Waxing. cedar waxwings yeah. come through and 300 of them land on the tree. And if it doesn't break or completely down, they'll eat it. Um, that said, the, the article is on, uh, oh, uh, emphasizes the uh, use of uh, suet if you want to bring in insect, insect uh, eating birds like the wrens and kinglets. And and even the warblers, a couple of different kind of warblers, you can expect to come to your uh, eat. And then the other thing is that uh, pepper f- pepper flavored uh, suet and seeds. If you're having trouble uh, with uh, squirrels, and I'm even I'm trying it to see if it makes a difference with raccoons, because hmm. <laughs> I have the the raccoons uh, basically harvest my suet. You know, if I put out a new Oh, so really? Yeah, they'll be, oh, wow. they'll be ripped open and the suit will be gone. Um, <laughs> and then they'll be, you know, two days later, they'll be back. Well, we know raccoons have lips, don't they, Milton? That's what I've heard. That's right. 
And so far, unlike them birds, <laughs> yes. So far, they're not inter- The raccoons are not interested in the uh, imagine not. pepper flavor. Oh, wow, cool. Well, and the, and the pepper flavored uh, suets are are strongly pepper flavored. I mean, you open it up and you can you can smell the pepper. In fact, they say, oh, after handling this uh, suet block. Wash your hands and. Uh, so oh, you, really? Yeah, so you don't do the. <laughs> uh, uh, or like Michael Medved, so you don't go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Hey, uh, <laughs> that's a funny story. Yeah, it is. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210 308 8867. It's 210 308 8867. Looking for information on goji berries if you've uh, grown them uh, here in San Antonio. There are plants of the weekend. And we'll be right back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bullforty Road. First off, thanks to everybody that came out and enjoyed David Rodriguez's seminar on growing your own fruit trees. If you weren't able to make it, it's just one of the ways that Millburgers helps gardeners have a great gardening experience. And you can learn more about all the events that are coming up by going to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. There you'll learn about the blood drive that's coming up on Saturday, January 26th from 10 to 1.30. Blood is in real short supply now because of the holidays. So the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and Millburgers have teamed up for this great event that's happening on January 26th, again, from 10 to 1.30. Millburgers will give you a $20 gift certificate, doubling their incentive gift for those willing to donate blood. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, of course, has nice gifts for you, too, for donating blood. So go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that. You'll find all the information plus what's on sale when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. Nobody likes buying tires unless you get a great deal. And that's the only way we roll with the marketplace at 930amtheanswer.com. Attention off-road truck and Jeep owners. Pick out your 35 or 37-inch BF Goodrich AM3 mid-terrain tires. Plus, Bikini Off-Road on Eckert will sweeten the offer with four new KCM wheels. The new XD137 FMJ. Total retail price up to $2,900. Your marketplace price only $1,500. See this offer and more on the market. Place pay at 930amtheanswer.com. When a challenge rises up, do we let it stand in our way or go the distance to overcome it? I didn't want to stay at the bottom, but after I was shot four times in Afghanistan, I was told I'd never walk again or have feeling below my waist. If I even survived, I felt paralyzed physically and mentally. There were many times where I took two steps forward only to be knocked back five. When I struggled to get up my hill, depression and thoughts of suicide threatened to keep me down forever. My wife and healthcare providers were there to catch me and push me forward. I learned that psychological care is key to recovery from both physical and invisible wounds. It's been more than two years and my journey is still ongoing, but I know I won't quit. Decide now that I can, I will take the first step. Reaching out is a sign of strength. Visit realwarriors.net or call 800-874-2273. Weekdays on 930 AM, The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. 
but the weekends are all about you. From how to care for your pets to caring for your loved ones, weekends are for you on 930 AM, The Answer. So Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And of course, that's 930 AM, The Answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa or at 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. It's a pretty day here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. And uh, Calvin picked up some uh, some more blue bonnets. I uh, saw that. In fact, I think you got there just in time as that other man picked up a whole flat of blue bonnets. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was wheeling by when I came back uh, from uh, the... Uh, Circle K. They must have just gotten these in. I haven't seen these. Yeah, they're over there. Yeah. So if you're looking for, they're First blue. Page. They're blue, right? Did you did you find yeah, anything? Blue. Yeah, the ladybird blue. That's it. And I uh, had planted uh, yesterday some of those the maroon uh, poppies. Poppies, yeah. And then I had transplanted some of the uh, larkspur from my upper cut flower garden down to a lower vegetable gardens. And so I thought, well, and today I got here and the, these blue bonnets look good. So I thought, well, yeah. I'll put another, uh, put a row in there with the others and just, because that's a, one of the articles we we included all three of those together. It was uh, good plans to consider for natural, naturalizing and, that, and to use the transplants uh, to... Now, when it's uh, kind of past the prime, see, plus some of them, the blue bonnets, are, it's not real easy to find the seeds. Right, yeah, because we had a seed shortage for the last three or four years. And uh, so seed is kind of rare and expensive. Can but, you get the, I know we're, we're really uh, focusing kind of because it's new and exciting and we're trying to get people involved with the maroon. The red, just the red poppies. Can you get those as well, or do you need to do those from seed, or is it too late for just the normal? Well, I think you can get those from seed from uh, wild seed farms. Wild seed okay, farm, yeah. so which means we probably have them here because we got the wild seed yeah, farms package. Yeah, could be. Is it too late to plant those? They're California poppies. Uh, uh, thank you for what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, this would be better if you planted them a month ago or two months ago. Yeah, but, no. but uh, <laughs> it's better to plant them than to sit in your drawer all the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you get some of the? You got some of these transplants. Dude. I got one of the transplants. That's all Trace would let me buy. Oh. He said, just kept shaking his head. Don't you get a six pack? <laughs> Did you get a six pack? I got uh, eight. Of the uh, four inch, okay, the four and a half inch, the yeah. the, the bigger ones, yeah, yeah they look yeah. very nice, don't they? Though, yeah, they, they do. got a good root system. I think that was actually that was Trace's uh, thing. Was I will I would have more success Look. with a with a, yeah. with a better established plant. So, wonder why he thought that. I can't imagine. I don't know. He's known me all these years. <laughs> he knows it. Well, we get we've gotten. Spoiled now with these four-inch containers. They're, yeah, they're so great with uh, tomatoes and uh, oh, the uh, 
zinnias and all, and uh, of course, of course, with uh, cyclamen, a lot of the plants, it's just easier to garden with those. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to buy as many because they all survive. Generally, all survive the transplant. And you pretty well know the colors. Yeah. Ah, you with the colors. Yeah. That you're buying because of the larger containers. A lot of them are blooming in those larger containers. So tell me about this uh, uh, Laura eight by eight inch seed block produced by Mister Bird. It's a San Antonio company. It includes meal worms and pepper in mm. the mix. That sounds good. Yeah, and it's a. <laughs> I always considered it a suet block, but I don't. Uh, but I, I don't know absolutely, you know, I don't know what the percentage of suet is. The, those littler blocks mm-hmm. are, they call themselves suet blocks. These they call a, they call a seed block. Okay. But and anyhow, those same, the same birds, all the, the warblers and the wrens and all those are uh, interested in those big blocks. They're, you just hang them on a, a, you know, in one of those wire feeders. Uh, and you can get them. He, he's got he's got them made out of safflower seed. He's got them made out of, uh, of sunflower and seed mixes. And then there's one that's got uh, uh, the 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 uh, pepper okay. formula. For the I like them because the uh, it's a bargain price in terms of uh, you know the the little teeny pepper. Flavored ones are seem like they're quite expensive, more expensive than the than the other suet. Yeah. But the great big ones aren't too much uh, different. Where than, uh, where are you buying these? Oh, I buy them at uh, birds uh, birds on uh, wild birds wild birds unlimited. Yeah. and uh, our friends at the feed at the uh, feed store, Lock Hills Lock Hill Lock Hill feed, feed okay. is one of them, and uh, some of the they're they're available a lot of places. They may be used to be in some of the uh, pet the pet stores too. And it's sold as what? Uh, they're they're called uh, seed blocks. Uh, okay. Mister Bird is is the the, okay. the one I've seen. They're bright red. They're red. The one pepper flavored ones are red. <laughs> and then then you can see the mealworms in there. Oh my goodness! And they're incorporated along with. Peanut parts and sunflowers, and uh, now they're very popular. And they're made here in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Mister Bird, uh, can't remember his name, but he used to run. He had a uh, bird, well, birds uh, business over there on Broadway, over by uh, uh, oh the the restaurants hmm. and. Uh, I can't. I can't think what the names of the restaurants are. That's oh, on uh, Broadway. Well, anyway, yeah, uh, kind of a famous restaurant. Same the the same one that not the Cappies or Earl Abel's. Cappies, or? that's it, okay. right there. Yeah, right there, at Cappies, right in uh, the Broadway front to that same building. And but he he decided to go out of the retail business and went in exclusively into the man uh, the manufacturing of these. I so imagine that's, that's a full-time a, job. Oh yeah, I mean he's expanded his line considerably. 
So it's kind of, I'm glad he's been successful. He had a, he had a nice shop. Yeah, we'll have to get him on the on okay. air. That would be interesting, yeah. All right. You, you get me the, the contact information? I'll, I'll, I'll try to remember okay. that. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Again, we're live here on the porch at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road, and uh, it's a pretty day here at the nursery. The clouds have kind of come in and blanketed the sky. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, uh, we're blocking out that nice, warm, toasty sun, uh, but uh, it's still a nice day. And lots of folks, it's fun watching folks and what they're shopping for. There's some pretty um, displays of the uh, the strawberry. Are the strawberries still on the? Yes. Okay, but uh, and in the half whiskey barrels in the. Uh, yeah. That's... There's some pretty things that they've put together, too, that you can see. My well, David, sp- David talked a little bit about Oh, good, about strawberries, strawberries too? Yeah, we could tell when... Because the, when the crowd left the presentation it, at, at the end there, the, it moved in kind of in mass to the strawberries. Oh. First of all. Like the cedar wax wings. Yeah, that's just, true. Just, just picking the tables of uh, all kinds of stuff. Well, and the, and, uh, the uh, strawberries are, are blooming, and uh, we got a couple of inquiries of uh, when, when did they stop pulling off the... Yeah, the that's, uh, that's over. So you just let the let the blooms produce fruit now. Okay. Yeah, now these, these varieties don't seem real interested in the uh, runners. No. Oh, that's good. Wow, that makes yeah, it easy. Yeah, because in past years, uh, runners everywhere. But uh, these guys make nice. Seem to be make, make nice big plants. Yeah. Good looking plants. They look good. Hey, mark your calendar. Um, coming up on. Uh, the 26th, January 26th from 10 to to 1, or 10, yeah, 10 to 1, is going to be the uh, quarterly blood drive here at Millburgers with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. If you haven't heard us talking about it before, uh, blood, and t- blood is in short supply and very uh, much needed by the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. So Millburgers has stepped up, and they're offering you double what they normally do, wow. which is a $20 gift certificate just for going through the process. And uh, because if I say that because if some reason you're rejected, that's okay. You'll still get a thank you gift from Millburgers, and the Blood and Tissue Center has nice gifts for you too. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. Our number is two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to be back in a moment of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons sitting on the porch here at Millburgers talking gardening with you when you come by and visit us at 1604 and Boulevardy Road or call us at 210-308. 8867 210 308 8867. My amaryllis is gorgeous yeah. now. Oh, isn't it? Oh, so it's got four blossoms. Four, four flowers. Blossoms. Four flowers, yeah. Are they all open? Yeah, now they are all open. Good. Yeah. And they are deep red. Yeah. Yeah. So. They haven't fallen over or anything. No. So this is going to be an annual thing. I'm going to try to do the amaryllis <laughs> each year. That's really a. Really a pleasure to. It's to easy like it. to do, wasn't it? 
Yeah, once we got them. Okay, once Laura put it by the window to get it some sun, I'll there give her credit. And it took off. My plan of just keeping it on the kitchen table, <laughs> and we watched it. It was like a week week or so went by. You watched it too much. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I think it grew maybe a quarter of an inch. It didn't grow. we got to move it by the window. No, no, no. It's. I think the guy said it was okay right here on the table. I'm moving it. Go to work. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, they, they, they'll, they'll, all plants like a little sun. Yeah. Like Phalaenopsis orchid, too. And uh, even the cyclamen, uh, eastern or southern exposure, uh, probably, you, you know, you probably don't want a six-hour, eight-hour southern exposure, but uh, all of them benefit by that that sun. And, and you have to, you know, can't just leave it there two days. It's got to be. That's a yeah. kind of a permanent needs to be a permanent home. We've what we've done sometimes when uh, Judy did this year because there was uh, we've been some remodeling, but the the Phalaenopsis orchids we kind of put them in a in a uh, back room. Now finally they're they're ready to to come out. Yeah. So, so we're gonna uh, the foliage and everything looks good, but they're way behind in terms of blooming. Yeah. Yeah, they got to have that song. We got Maggie on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Maggie, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thank you. Now, your first question, we, we may have, yeah, you're on the air. We may have to go check the racks to find out your first question, but on the inventory. But go ahead. About the large fur? Yeah, what's your question? I wanted to know if they, you had any larkspur transport plants in nursery, or would you be getting some in the next two or three weeks? The seeds and or the transplants? Seeds. Oh, seeds? Uh, you've got seed. You don't have any transplants. That's my question. Do they do larkspur transplants? They used to. They have but but in yeah. the past, but I don't think we they don't do expect them. No. Oh, okay. We'll double check with Trace, but, yeah, I haven't seen them in a while since Jerry uh, okay. did his so, bunny, bunny bloom. Yeah. If I do the, the seeds, should I wait till after our last freeze here? No, whenever that may be. No, do it right Go ahead now. And put them in the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they're they're coming up like mad in uh, uh, areas where they're naturalized. Well, as I said, yeah, I haven't had any in my property in like twenty years, but this is going to be an area in with my um, my bed of blooming things. I have my butterfly plants and. Uh, you know, lantana uh-huh. and an assortment of stuff, and um, so they. But like, if we get one of those crazy twenty-three degrees, like we did it right after Thanksgiving, before they want if they come up, that won't freeze them back. No, ma'am. Yeah, they're pretty okay, tough. Good. That's great. And next question, I want to plant plant some parcantha, and I know that the nursery has some because I was out there about a month ago. But my question is, should I wait to put those in the ground until after we're not going to have any sudden 23-degree, 24-degree freezes? No, I would get those in the ground. Yeah, that's a, that's a baby apple, and it probably needs some cold yeah. temperatures on it. Well, and plus you want, want it to develop some roots right. before it faces our San Antonio summer. summer. Yeah, Yeah. okay, yeah, so, so if I do it now and in... February 1st, we have a, you know, our freezes don't last that long too often. No, it wouldn't hurt no. the plant. Okay. I didn't, I never worry. I've got quite a few 
different selections. And I never even think about it in terms of cold protection. Well, yeah, and they're already established. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about a plant yeah, this th- week, and come February, it's not, you know, the roots aren't quite established yet. Obviously, I will mulch it, and I guess I could cover it with um, yeah, just the throw covers a, if just, we get a... Yeah, just throw any uh, blanket or anything it. over okay. a new one. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, she was worried about things. it not being established when the freeze hit, if it hit. The pyrocantha? Yeah. 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 I don't think that'll be a problem. I worry. Okay, and I'm plant them in the southeast corner of my yard. Okay. Southeast so corner is that okay? That Any works. place is okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> the yeah. more okay. sun they get, the better. The more berries are. There. Right. This is um, fairly fairly sunny. Not not full day, but you know. They're they're, they're long lived, and so it's oh, it's, one, it's one yeah. There's one of the, it's one of those plants that also. Start starts out in full sun, but twenty years later, twenty five years later, it's in a the the oak trees have grown over the yeah. top of it, and it's oh and yeah, it's I've shady. seen them. I've got some in the neighborhood here yeah. that you can see that are kind of creeping through the fence more, going sideways because the trees have grown over the tops of it. But uh, anyway, I like them and I want to get some of those in. Okay, well, thank you. What are you What are you gonna uh, grow? Run your pyrocanthons. On a fence? Well, I have a, uh, a wooden fence across the back of my property. And then on the east side, I have an old chain link fence, which my neighbors have a wood fence right up next to that. Okay, so, now you know Pyrocantha is going to take that fence in two to three years. Right, right. I understand, I, yeah. I kind of, I like, I. we got a lot of them that were, you know, are kind of, Close to buildings and around nooks and crannies and into big trees. The the new ones I've been planting, I plant them uh, at least six feet away from the fence. Yeah, and oh, just kind of man, but you know yeah, they manage them towards that eventually. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, yeah, they are they are with the thorns and everything. They're relatively hard to to manage if you mm-hmm, you know if you get weeds that. and I'll go in, in there. So that's a that's yeah. a consideration, but a lot of folks use okay. them for a a, a barrier uh, or even a hedge. Oh yeah, yes. Uh huh. They there definitely any can stop traffic. That you would recommend? Um, I know that they have one or two. Or last time I checked at the nursery, they had the lady told me two different. Yeah, names. I never. I don't I, remember what they were. I never have looked into pyrocantha varieties. I haven't either, but there uh, there's huge variation. Uh, I can't. I was reading some of the, oh, one of the, oh, the books uh, on on plants you can choose, and they they were showing seven or eight different varieties. And this was an old edition, mm-hmm. and uh, so look, yeah, look for one that's. Uh, I think one of the, some of the things they said were, were the, whether they were upright, the color of the fruit, yeah, the size of the fruit, uh, how much of a. Yeah, how much of a sprawly kind of look they had. So, so right. yeah, mm-hmm. kind, yeah, kind of look, look and see what they've got. I know the berries okay, can will. be, of course, we we always think about the red berries, but uh, I think some of them have yellow berries. Oh, I don't know about the yellow, but I, I know even those three different selections I have in my front area, the berry size is different than the, oh, the, yeah. the color is 
It varies between a, almost a red and an orange. Yeah, yeah. I've right. seen those in my neighborhood, um, kind of the or- more orangey ones and then, of course, the bright red. Okay, right. well, I'll do a little research and talk to the people out there at Millburgers when I go out to buy the plant. Okay, that's sure. a good idea. All righty. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call uh, to be a part of the show and to ask your gardening question and taking a look at weather. This is one of those situations that's like, if you don't like the weather in San Antonio, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> so today, high of 58, low of 42. Sunny and partly cloudy tomorrow, high of 55, low of about 43. It stays that way, kind of. So afternoon shower, probably 55 is the high, 49 the low on Tuesday. Wednesday, 68 the high. All right. It's warming up, 56 the low. Uh, Cloudy on Thursday, 74 degrees and 53 for the low. And then uh, Friday, the high... Come on. According This is according to AccuWeather, by the way. Uh, there we go. Hold on. Let's see. If, there it is. 78 on Friday. And the... the Sounds uh, lo- like it's getting ready to rain. Oh, very, very... Okay. Yeah. Chance of a little rain in the p.m. with the uh, low being 40... Saturday. Yep. Wow. You could be a meteorologist. Saturday. High of 61. Rain possible in the morning. Low... 33 degrees. Whoa. Yeah. Well, we need some more uh, chill hours. hours. <laughs> and then Sunday, uh, 54 and a low of a 30. Sunny sunny on Sunday, 54 and a low of 33. So, and then yeah. it goes up to 60 for the next week, the 21st. So, uh, yep. It's just so weird that it drops from, you know, the low is 49 or 50 degrees to 33 degrees <laughs> and rainy. But anyway, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. What? Well, no. Oh, say that again. Which one? 308-8867? Okay, and then the toll-free is what? 866-308-8867. Okay. Your substitute yesterday was given his own phone number. Yeah. <laughs> was he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it uh he had to, he he noted it. Jerry and I had just went <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they, that's funny. That can happen. You give out your number a lot and you Hey, uh let's talk a little bit about deck and patio care and Barry Hagendorf, by the way. Uh does a great job. If you got a deck uh, uh that you know you got a while back or uh, maybe just it's, you go out there and it doesn't look kind of like you want it to. It looks gray and it just, okay, you, you know, gray and black and just dingy. It doesn't shine like it did when you first got it. Then you need to call Barry Hagendorf at Deck and Patio Care at 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. You're going to see some great before and after pictures on deckandpatiocare.com. And uh, you will understand why Barry says that uh, your deck really can look uh, new again because, yeah, the pictures, they do look new again. So on uh, maybe on Thursday and Friday, uh, when you're thinking about going out on the deck, you uh, if you don't like what you see, then call Barry Hagendorf at 210-822-9147. Let him come out and 
tell you how great it can look again. Does, does he repair yeah. sections? Mm-hmm. He can, yep. In other words, if they got rotted wood and Yep, he can like repair. Okay. So uh, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. I was looking in somebody's backyard. They're taking down their fence. I guess they're they're getting ready to repair their their deck. Oh, because uh, they had a big hole in their deck. Yeah, uh, where the wood had rotted out, and I uh. guess somebody fell through it. Yeah, but, uh, I th- I uh, I talked about getting Barry on um, a couple weeks ago because he's got stuff that seals it that helps. Uh, Prevent that. Okay. Yeah, at least uh, make it so it takes a long time to happen. It, it's like, you know, we used to do a show together uh, when KLUP was a music station. Barry used to do a whole show on deck care and, and wood preservatives. Oh. Yeah, and he's got something. So what it does. Dancing on the deck, was it called? Yes, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it penetrates uh, really deep and, and kind of seals in. Yeah. Seals the wood up. So, yeah, he can do that. Okay. Okay, cool. 210-308-8867. I'm looking out at a fellow that's got a wagon full of vegetables. And uh, Calvin says in his digging now section in yesterday's paper that it's time to plant onion transplants, broccoli transplants, and cabbage transplants. And then plant, uh, and then by seed, you can plant... Crawford lettuce, reseeding lettuce seed. Where are they going to get the seed, Milton? Hmm, here at Millburg? Yeah, for free. How much does yeah. it cost? Free. Uh, Crawford reseeding lettuce here at Millburg. While they last. Uh, carrots, radishes, and English peas. By seed. But uh, definitely the lettuce. And if you want to... Calvin was talking about reseeding flowers. Mm-hmm. If he said, well, I want some of that reseeding lettuce to reseed in my garden there. Well, now's the time that you plant the plants. And when spring rolls around, they'll bolt or flower. And you just let them go to seed. And uh, they'll spread seed all over your garden area and lawn and everything else. And... From now on, you'll have uh, Crawford reseeding lettuce if you let it go to seed. Well, over at KSET 12, the TV station, when we did the the garden all those years, the uh, Crawford reseeding lettuce was in every (laughs) every, uh, uh, decomposed granite uh, (laughs) sidewalk. And, uh, yeah, it was was kind of a... Call uh, you, you saw know. you saw where it got the name right. That's right, <laughs> and, and it was a characteristic. You know, it's, uh, Steve, Steve smiled every time he talked talked about it, or somebody noted, "What is this stuff growing out here?" <laughs> what do you mean? What is this stuff? It's Crawford receiving lettuce. <laughs> yeah, he he uh, he uh, distributed a lot of that during his tenure, and he used to. Uh, yeah, keep it in big bag. He he didn't bother pulling the seed like your your team does. Uh-huh. He would just have these big sacks and just put the whole seed head or everything in there. <laughs> and all you did you just grab a handful and throw, throw it out it there, huh? Uh, 
we, a while ago we were talking about uh, larkspur, uh, and uh, Kevin was talking about removing the seedlings that will interfere with the development of stock snapdragons, dianthus, calendulas, and other winter annuals. Uh, how tall is your larkspur now? It, it's uh, it's uh, coming up, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. It's, uh, the largest ones are... Four to six? Six inches, yeah. And there's lots of little, lots lots of uh, two inches everywhere. Yeah. So if you've got a neighbor that got some of that stuff uh, coming up and they want to remove it, un- unlike uh, most of the wildflower books that says you can't transplant it, uh, my volunteers find out that they transplanted some that already was blooming. So right now is the ideal time to uh, transplant. And you, so the next question is, how big a root ball do you need to dig up with it? And I'm saying that uh, I, on the ones that they transplanted that was uh, that had blooms on them, we were just pulling them out of the ground. Huh. Well, so I think you could do that too, especially if the soil is a little bit moist. Yeah, that's all I did was when I took. Uh, a cardboard, open cardboard box. Yeah, you know, flat one, low, and just cut a just whatever root came up. Oh yeah, with my uh, garden shovel, and I just put them there in order, you know, and then just took them down to the other garden. And oh, you transplanted some? Yeah, I, I transplanted them. I may be sorry. I may be complaining <laughs> that uh, now I didn't. Uh, I don't know why I. I was driven to do this because I had them in the upper part of the yard. Now I'll have them everywhere. But they, uh, I just, uh, I just like that combination. That uh, yeah, the blue bonnets, uh, the poppies, and the larkspur uh, that we wrote about and talked about uh, a couple weekends ago. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a neat. All three of them uh, produce uh, great blooms and are interesting. Easy to grow. Yeah. The neat thing about it is that uh, the blue bonnets will be the first to bloom this spring in probably March, late March or early April. Uh, they bloom in the hill country about the first week to 10 days of uh, April. And so they bloom a little bit earlier down here, the ones that are natural. Uh, but they'll bloom earlier. And your larkspur, usually, usually if if they've been planted since fall, the blue bonnets will the larkspur will come up between or through the blue bonnets, and whatever else is there. Yeah, whatever else is there. And the uh, then the uh, after the blue bonnets have finished. And if you gotta let them be lay that sit there and be dried out for about a month, uh, the larkspur will take over blooming. Now I don't know where. I think the poppies and the larkspur bloom about the same time. Yeah, it was. Uh, I know. I always think of uh, the poppies that are growing uh, out in my wildflower area. I always think of them as. Taken forever to get you know to get right. established and and start blooming uh, because you because you always have to put up with that 
grow, grow, a weed, you know, it almost looks like weeds until yeah, the flowers yeah. come. Uh, but it, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a few in uh, rows this this year, this year again, just to, uh, so I have a captured kind of seed. Yeah, that's a, that's the way they do at Wild Seed Farms. Plant them with a tractor in rows. Cool. And then, of course, if you do, if you follow David and Greg's instructions and cull out all those nasty red and burnt orange ones and just leave the maroons. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen, but uh, it was a good thought. All you can do is tell people what they should do. And you you do you can make those calls. It's right when you see the when you see the first bloom, you pull the entire plant out. Yeah, and uh, Judy, my wife, said uh, she just can't imagine that anybody would pull a red poppy in favor <laughs> of a maroon. Poppy. And that red is yeah, prettiest red you ever is. saw. It's a bright it's red, spectacular. Hey, we're going to take a break, and while we do, why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. First off, thanks to everybody that came out and enjoyed David Rodriguez's seminar on growing your own fruit trees. If you weren't able to make it, it's just one of the ways that Millburgers helps gardeners have a great gardening experience. And you can learn more about all the events that are coming up by going to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. There you'll learn about the blood drive that's coming up on Saturday, January 26th from 10 to 1.30. Blood is in real short supply now because of the holidays. So the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and Millburgers have teamed up for this great event that's happening on January 26th, again, from 10 to 1.30. Millburgers will give you a $20 gift certificate, doubling their incentive gift for those willing to donate blood. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, of course, has nice gifts for you, too, for donating blood. So go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that. You'll find all the information, plus what's on sale when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. If you've heard the term sandwich generation, you know it's the term used for people who are in the middle of caring for their children at the same time they are helping out their elderly parents. Recently, I had to meet my father at the emergency room. My wife, who usually would have met us there, happened to be on the other side of town at a doctor's appointment with our one-year-old twin boys. Instantly, the term sandwich generation fit me. While estate planning won't help you get to doctor's appointments, an estate plan for you and your parents can help alleviate some of the stress. Let my team help you create a plan that provides structure and peace for your family so they can focus on loving each other through the hard stuff. We're located just north of San Antonio in Selma, Texas, so call me, Charlie Weisinger, at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 or weisingerlawfirm.com. That's W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R lawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through planning. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. 
Now here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. I don't like making predictions because they're just guesses, but in this case, I'll make an exception based on history. I predict at least some Republicans in Congress will cave on the border wall, siding with Democrats to reopen government. Of course, government is not closed, only a portion, which the media harp on. How about a debate on which agencies and government programs are necessary and which can be eliminated to save money? That won't happen. Certain senators who are up for re-election in 2020 reportedly are getting cold feet about standing with President Trump on a border wall. Murkowski of Alaska and Collins of Maine are the two most prominent ones. It's always about getting re-elected and rarely about solving a problem that benefits Americans. Government is too big, costs too much, and regulates too much. Trump is trying to cut it back, but as Ronald Reagan once observed, the only proof of eternal life in Washington is a government program. So far, the president is hanging tough. So far. Let's see how many follow his example. If I were to make a prediction, I'd say not enough. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Weekdays on 930 AM, The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From community leaders to managing your money, weekends are all for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And you can call us with your gardening question. If you grow the goji berries, they're our plant of the weekend, and we want to learn a little bit more about them uh, and your experiences with them. So call us at 210 308 8867-210-308-8867. Calvin mentions in his Dig In Now section, he reminds everybody that uh, it's an excellent time to plant shade trees and shrubs. And if you select one or more of the uh, well-adapted species of shade trees on the CPS shade tree rebate list, and you, you that you may qualify for a $50 rebate. And I think they can get more information on that on the uh, Millburger webpage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wilton Millburger's uh, uh, they say, site uh, is. They handing out the coupons here or whatever? Um, I know the they've, got all, they've got all the information on the website. I also think they have a written That's what hard I mean. copy uh, I think so of the too. information. Or you can go to the CPS website, too. Um, as Barry pointed out, or you Barry. can get up to five. Uh, I'm... I'm sorry, not Barry. Um, Barron? Yeah. Okay. Barron pointed out you can get up to five, uh, five $50 rebates for five shade trees. Of, and uh, easy, uh, there's a long list of trees. Yeah. In fact, they, yeah, the list includes all the trees that Jerry and I identify as mm-hmm. well-adapted, uh, plus other trees that are 
seem a little strange, but hard to find. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it's a good list and uh, easy to uh, uh, comply. And the uh, net result, uh, based on their uh, their thinking and uh, the research they've done, CPS thinks you save about twenty five percent on your uh, your uh, cooling costs. So that that's well worth the the effort. Mm-hmm. Ed is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. He's got a couple good questions there. So, Ed, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Pretty good. I hope you guys are doing the same. Yeah. Um, What's going on? Well, uh, y'all talk about something called snake herb every now and then. Is that right? Let's see. we got frog fruit. we got... Um, the stuff that grows in everybody's lawn and all that. The horse herb? Oh, are you, did you say horse herb? Yeah, H-O-R-S-E, like the horse. Yeah. All right, well, what is that stuff? Uh, does it have a purple flower on it? No, uh, yellow. You're t- yellow. Yeah, the purple flower is henbit. Right, henbit. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I uh, would... I was looking for something called snake herb, but it has like a purple flower, and it's apparently kin to the ruelia. Oh, I've I've not heard of that. Uh -uh. Okay. Is it supposed to repel snakes? No, uh, probably gives them a place to hide. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, No, we we don't know that. We don't have any of that. Okay. Yeah. But there, yeah, there's a, a couple of Ruelias out there that will that are kind of cool right. plants, uh, attractive plants that the, the butterflies like. And, yeah, one of the early, they're one of the early uh, wildflowers, too. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that the Discoriste? Discoriste? Huh? Yes. Or did you find something that's snake herb? Uh-huh. Got pretty little uh, purple flowers on it. I'll show you the pictures real quick. Can you see the Latin over there? No, I can't see. I can't oh, see. Okay. Well, I wanted to comment, too, on the weather that we've been having. Um, not anything that's new. The, the sky's not falling. Uh, you know, <laughs> holes aren't melting, none of that stuff. Every few years we have a uh, weather like this. But we had all that rain in the, in the summer, and then we had that early freeze. And that has frozen a bunch of stuff that uh, normally would be totally unharmed. I mean, I, it froze the top out of my oleander, uh, primrose jasmine, a uh, bunch of different plants that are normally pretty much immune. Uh, you know, it, all the new growth on them was so tender that that freeze, you know, just killed it. And it's just totally brown right now. Yeah, I think we had a call a couple of weeks ago about primrose jasmine, and uh, and that, that's kind of what threw me. He said the deer wouldn't eat it, and it had yellow flowers, but it it froze back a little bit, which yeah. kind of blew me away. Well, I, I was thinking, I have, yeah. there's, a, there's a few primrose jasmines in my neighborhood that are very large. I mean, I don't know how old they are, but, I mean, they're like 10 feet high, and... Ten feet wide, 
and it even froze the tops of those. But wow. We have a tremendous amount of deer out here, and for some reason, that primrose jasmine that I'm speaking of, has it doesn't seem to show any hedging or damage or anything, but uh, I had a friend that lived over close to Bandera Road in 1604, and um, all of the primrose jasmine in her yard was, you know, hedged by the deer, and that what happens to the plant is that when they eat all the leaves off the outside, then the inside gets enough sun to, to start sprouting leaves, and so you get this sort of unusual effect where you can see all this uh, stripped material on the outside, but the green is on the inside. Huh. It's it, you know just like a shrub. If you if you don't uh, prune it properly, you know it'll it'll either get bare on the inside or or it'll grow a lot yeah. of leaves. Cut the top off of it. I've and, never seen the deer eat it. And my well, neighbor, my neighborhood is kind of like yours, Ed. The, it's everywhere because it's uh, w- w- one of the plants that the deer don't eat, and there is a little bit, yeah, a little bit of the freeze damage, uh, and occasionally it gets dr- dry and will have a leaf drop on the stuff. But I've never seen the the deer don't seem to be interested in eating it. Well, I, so that, I have a the, few in pots that I haven't planted yet, and what I did was I took all my pots and just made a big row out away from the house and, you know, to see if which ones the plant the deer would eat. And uh, on some plants, of course, they just ate the whole thing. But on the primrose jasmine, they just sort of nibbled a little bit on it and, and didn't do any real damage. But uh-huh. uh, my friend that lived on Bandera Road had, uh, I mean, just absolutely, uh, there was no leaves could survive on the outer edges of that. Wow. She had a That's, big one, and, and uh, everything I hate that hearing high. that. I do, too. It's another one of those, uh, in some neighborhoods, you know, they, the deer don't touch it at all. Other neighborhoods, they eat at it, kind of thing. But, well, I sort of have a theory about that, and that's that uh, normally deer that are just ranging out in the, in the forest uh, don't eat a lot of uh, certain things, but when they get into an environment where people are feeding them a lot of corn, they, uh, you know, deer weren't made to run on corn, so it sort of uh, causes their diet to go awry, and and they start eating all kinds of things that they normally wouldn't eat. That may be. You know, your theory, your theory is as good as good as anybody's, because no, nobody well, can. Make it rhyme the reason out of why they eat certain things. When I lived in uh, Bulverde, I mean, I have pictures where I have long chains spread uh, hung between the trees, and I had hanging baskets on them, and I have pictures of the deer actually standing under the hanging baskets, eating the weeds and stuff that were on the ground, uh, and but they weren't bothering my my flowers at all. And then, uh, you know, as the city moved out around me, those deer started eating all my hanging baskets and knocking them <laughs> down and breaking the pots and everything else. So uh, I think that's, you know, it could be that the population was concentrated by the development, but 
I think also uh, when a lot of people move out there, they all start feeding corn everywhere because they want the deer to come in their yard. And, well, I, I think, think so. uh, you weren't you just weren't paying your protection fees to the go. to the deer game. <laughs> well, you know, every now and then, you, those ones that come in there and eat your flowers, you can make jerky out of those things, and and whoa. Mm-hmm. You can get you some of your value back a little bit, you know. There you go. Thanks, Ed. Well, hey, uh, you you guys were talking about the goji berries. Yeah, yeah. I bought I bought uh, some bare rooted, uh, just just the roots in a little plastic bag with some peat moss in there with them, and uh, I guess it's been two or three years ago now, and I put them in pots, and the first year they just grew like weeds and and had a lot of berries on them, uh, you know, later in the summer. And I guess they're sort of overgrown the pot now. They didn't have very many berries uh, this year. But uh, they seem to be uh, pretty uh, tough. Uh, Every single one of my roots, uh, you know, grew a, a plant. And I had a lot of berries. I didn't particularly, uh, think that they were wonderfully tasting or anything, but, but I did get a lot of berries and, uh, you can always put a little stevia on them if you want to sweeten them up some, you know. And you, you, uh, got, grew them in containers? Yes. But they probably need to be, mine are in five gallon containers and of course when it's hot, I have to put them in saucers and so that I can, you know, give them enough water, but, uh. They probably need to be in larger containers because uh, it, it appears that mine are probably not doing well just because they're not, you know, they've sort of overgrown the container. Yeah, are they in uh, full sun or partial sun or what the sun well, like? I put them in full sun, but the instructions that I got with mine were that uh, when it gets hot that they need a little protection. And so, okay. being, being that they're in pots, you know, I can, like, put them under a tree or, or move them back to where they only get morning sun, um, in the, you know, when it's really hot during the hottest part of the summer. Yeah. And that That's good information. Okay. Thanks, sir. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank Talk you. Talk to you later, Ed. Ed. You take care, right. Ed. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. First off, thanks to everybody that came out and enjoyed David Rodriguez's seminar on growing your own fruit trees. If you weren't able to make it, it's just one of the ways that Millburgers helps gardeners have a great gardening experience. And you can learn more about all the events that are coming up by going to millburgernursery.com. That's Millburger, 
nursery.com. There you'll learn about the blood drive that's coming up on Saturday, January 26th from 10 to 1.30. Blood is in real short supply now because of the holidays. So the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and Millburgers have teamed up for this great event that's happening on January 26th, again, from 10 to 1.30. Millburgers will give you a $20 gift certificate, doubling their incentive gift for those willing to donate blood. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, of course, has nice gifts for you, too, for donating blood. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about this. That. You'll find all the information plus what's on sale when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. Losing business to online companies? Competitors using social media to rob you of sales? Is your current website five years behind the times or even one? Contact us at Salem Surround. Digital marketing that surrounds potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase bottom line. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers. Is your business taking full advantage of digital communication to reach more people? Are your competitors ahead of you? Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com, connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weather decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818.
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your calls at 210-308-8867. James is on the line. He's got a question about radishes. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just fine. How y'all been doing this morning? Good. What's going on with you? Hey, listen, uh, since I've given up on football after last night's debacle, I'm outside and doing a little <laughs> doing a little cleaning up here, and, and plus the sunshine is nice. Hey, listen, I just pulled the froze uh, tropical hibiscus out, and I'm cleaning out this pot and some old uh, bag of seeds. I got two packets of radishes, one sparkling white tip and one is early scarlet globe. My question is, is one better than the other or about the same? And these two packets are like two years old. Is this seed still viable? Before I, I'd, give it, I'd give it a try because radish seed uh, uh, hangs on there a long yeah, time. Yeah, I think they will both be. I like both okay. of those selections. Yeah, at this time of the year, uh, they'll, they'll uh, be milder longer. I think the red one... Is uh, is uh, the more pungent or hot or whatever word you want to use, and it's it's the little little round one. Right. Whereas the the white one that you described Uh is uh, uh, I stay I think stays sweeter longer. Okay, then I'll plant that one. I've I've always grown my radishes in the ground with my other vegetable garden. Uh, I'm going to throw these in a container, but I've always had that problem with radish with them being hot, if you will, you know. You're right. Spicy hot. So I'm well, gonna well, what, what, you la- what you'll have to do is uh, mm-hmm. get them while they're young. In other words, most people let their radishes, because uh, they're, they're fast growers, fast matures, so most people let right. their radishes uh, get over mature and hot. Well, Nate. If you don't thin them out, too. Yeah, right. You got to thin them. Okay. But you think That's this, a pro- sparkler white tip, this sparkler white tip's probably the better of the two? Since I, I, I think I got a small container here, so I'm going to just use this. I think so. I think so. Okay. All right. My wife says she wanted some radishes, so I found some seed and give me something. Right. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Bye, James. Uh-huh. See you later, James. Thanks again. 210-308-8867. The sun has come out. Back it's back out at Millburgers. Back. It hurt us talking about it. Yeah. Uh, Neil Spare's got a nice little write-up on uh, Satsuma oranges are hardy, but they still need care. There's the headlines on the down-to-earth column in yesterday's paper. Uh, he got a question. that where in Texas will Satsuma oranges do well? And he answers, uh, Satsumas are among the cold hardiest of many types of citrus. That's a good way to put that. But they still are limited to the warmer part of the state. That's true. Warmer in the winter. They'll do well with infrequent uh, protection from record cold in the southern third of the state. Are we in the southern third? Yeah, or central. No, I think we're probably we're probably right at that third. Yeah, third right mark. at the line. Uh, in the middle third of the state, you'll need to protect them much more often. And in North Texas, they really ought to be left in pots 
that can be wheeled into the uh, protection when temperature drops into the mid and low 20s. That's, that's a good, good, good sentence. Texas, universe, Texas A&M University has several fact sheets available online talking about its uh, work with the Satsumas over the past 25 years. A new introduction called Orange Frost, uh, he didn't mention Arctic Frost, but Orange Frost has shown superior cold tolerance in the mid to low 20s if given protection in the first few years of establishment. Uh, that, 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 those first few years of establishment are important because you've you got to have some uh, older, mature wood when it, when it gets really cold for a long period of time. But uh, our studies uh, from this last freeze we had uh, show that Arctic frost is more cold tolerant than orange frost. That's what we suspected all along. But the orange frost just burnt the new growth. The Like he was talking about, uh, our caller before last was talking about that uh, primrose jasmine. Uh, the new growth got tipped back because of the preconditioning it, it experienced. Of course, we have to remember that always in Texas and records are made to be broken, cold extremes included. So that's, that's a very good uh, short write-up on uh, synopsis on, on Satsumas. But uh, this, la this last, uh, I, I, we haven't had any calls from anybody that uh, their uh, orange frost or arctic frost, I'll throw that in with it, was defoliated. Well, did you just burn the tops, top leaves? No, I had uh, I had one def be defoliated. Uh, I think it's an ar Arctic frost, but I it was in a kind of a unusual situation. It uh, I had one of the passion vines grow over the top of it. Yeah. So I late in the summer pulled yeah. the freed it from the passion vine, and so it put on all this new oh, foliage. Yeah. So it was a it was real susceptible foliage. Talk about not being hardened off, you know. Yeah. It, was, it was so relieved that it was getting some light and it was putting everything <laughs> on it, but but it did get defoliated. But that's the that's the one now that is going going crazy, putting new leaves on. Yeah, yeah. And you think it was uh, uh, th orange frost? I think I, I think it was uh, orange frost too. Yeah, because I I think the. Uh, Across the yard was where I had the Arctic, Arctic frost. Now, the one called Bumper, which we've never said was cold hardy, uh, took it pretty hard in, uh, in Uvalde. Yeah. Yeah, Bumper Bumper, I had uh, I'd lost that before that freeze. So. But now, it didn't, freeze, it didn't freeze out at the Botanical Garden. The, one, the old Bumper, didn't. the original Bumper, didn't freeze at all. It's... Uh, Still produce. Uh, it's full of fruit. Full, full of fruit. Huh? Full of fruit. New fruit or old fruit? fruit, 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 fruit. Uh, orange edible fruit. Really? Yeah, that's good. I kind of like it, but it's a. Uh, uh, it uh, worries you because it's con. You know, 
you worry that it's not putting adequate foliage on there to deal with the fruit. Oh, yeah. yeah it lows down every year. Yeah, dedicated to fruit production. <laughs> Appropriately named by Mr. Moore as the bumper, bumper fruit, bumper crops. And I, I never forget the first time I saw Bumper. Uh, it was uh, he had the limbs propped up with uh, with boards because of, to keep the fruit from weighting the limbs down to the ground. Hmm. And that's why he came up with the name Bumper. And they were there. All the amazing thing about that is all those trees were the same age. That, that he had growing out there at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. And uh, some of them didn't have any fruit at all, and this thing was loaded with fruit. So uh, he named that properly. Uh, somebody worried about, uh, said they just moved into a new home a couple of months ago. The builder laid new Bermuda sod down on top of clay soil. Which was very thin. Yeah, yeah. The rock is just below that. Is there anything I can do now after the fact to help improve the soil? You know, then... And he said no. Start out with no. Yeah. Then, <laughs> and then uh, that, that that's one question I'd have about that. I think, you, you know, he talks about... Uh, even if you had put organic material in there, it will decompose eventually. But I, I, I think the aeration and top dressing is a r- relatively um, effective way to get some organic material. If you do it every year, I think it's an effective way to get organic material re- restore or to replaced in the, in the soil. Of course, you know, golf courses rely on it and. But Neil is not into aeration and right. top dressing. Uh, he said organic matter does loosen clay soils, but it also decays over a period of a year or two and then disappears from the soil. Decays instead of decomposes. Yeah, decomposes. It, in doing so, it leaves you with just what you started with originally. And uh, I don't. I, you think aeration on a newly planted lawn is going to do that much good well not the newly but the uh i think uh over time over time yeah clay clay soil um depends on what you know what the conditions of soil but i i think the process certainly be better if they had put organic material down you know before they put the sod on there uh, and then, and then every year, uh, after the first couple of years, you do aeration with top dressing so that you get more organic material. But you know, you can ar- you could probably effectively argue that that kind of environment is a, is a uh, losing situation from the beginning because it's just very. And, you know, when it's a hundred degrees out, it's <laughs> and you've got. Uh, Depending on how much soil you have, yeah. if you got an inch and a half of soil is all on top of rock, yeah, that's that's pretty tough to maintain. Of course, the takeaway is uh, if you can get in there 
before the sod is laid is to add additional uh, yeah. topsoil. Yeah. But as this this person moved in, and the builder had already laid the Bermuda grass on top of the now clay if, soil. If they're in in San Antonio, the uh, the law the losses they're supposed to have four inches of Is that right? soil. Yeah, new new uh, lawns, new construction. oh okay, new construction. Now we don't know if that's being adhered to. Well. I think they're. I think it is pretty well, but there could could be. But I I think I suspect, Neil is talking. You know, Neil covers a lot of territory, and he may not be talking. He may be talking about Georgetown or well, uh, some of those communities up by Austin also have uh, same ordinance. Same ordinance. Close. Hey, we got to wrap it up for today. No. Yeah. So we're gonna tell me no. Go out and enjoy the sun. Uh, we encourage you to go out there and do some gardening and then give us a call back and we'll help you uh, with all your gardening issues uh, next Saturday and Sunday. Thanks to Ashley doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. Thanks to you for listening. Uh, don't forget, go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about the upcoming blood drive on January 26th. Uh, and uh, then you can uh, go ahead and t- go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center to learn more about making an appointment. Back next week on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.